This message comes from 10 Things That Scare Me sponsor, BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 10 things today to get 10% off your first month. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. My grandma used to like to sing a song in church. She said, I was sinking deep in sin, far from a distant shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry, and from the waters lifted me, now safe am I. And then they would sing, oh, love lifted me. Love lifted me when nothing else would help. Love lifted me. Love has the capacity to set us free when the powers of this world would bind us and put us down. Number one, the exaltation of selfishness. Dr. King said long ago that our capacity um, for evil makes the nonviolent way the only way because our power and capacity for evil makes it possible to destroy ourselves. A world predicated on selfishness is a world that will destroy itself. I mean, just, just imagine for a moment a home and a family where everybody functions only on their own self-interest. You got a mess. <laughs> now, you extrapolate that out to workplaces. I mean, imagine a workplace where all anybody really cares about is what's in it for me. Extrapolate it out to a, a society <laughs> and extrapolate it out to a world. You have a world where nobody will care about anybody else's suffering unless it affects them. You have a world that's a nightmare. A world that will self-destruct in time. That's what's at stake. Number two climate change. Uh, Number three, apathy. Number four, uh, rats. Number five, a root canal at the dentist. Six, phone call from the FBI or the IRS. Seven, the movie The Birds Coming True. Uh, let's see. Eight. 
my nephew, um, I mean, he's young. He's he's a fine young man and all that kind of stuff. But I I do think about what if he runs into the wrong police officer? Most police officers, let me tell you something, they're good folk. They are. And they put their lives out there on the line. It's, a, it's just one bad apple. <laughs> That's all it is. But what if he runs into the wrong one at the wrong time at, at night um, and mouths off? I mean, I mean, you know, but the irony is, my father had that conversation with me when I was a teenager. I'm 65 years old. Nine, the reduction of truth. My fear is that truth is naked in our public square far too often, that um, what is just plain true and what is false are being so confused and so garbled and anytime people can't tell truth from falsehood, you've got a society that's on the verge of being in trouble. I'm a grandchild of the South, if you will, um, and for a long time we lived the lie that, that Jim Crow was good for everybody. That was a lie. Um, and, and folk had to speak the truth. That's what the Civil Rights Movement was about, to speak the truth that Jim Crow and the inequalities that were implicit in it are a fundamental lie. Um, and when the whole nation began to realize that, that's when things began to change. 10, the rise of hatred and bigotry. There is an atmosphere in our country right now that is making room and space for the proliferation of various kinds of bigotries and animosities and stereotypical behavior and hatred. The FBI, their statistics, Southern Poverty Law Center and their statistics, uh, 2018, 2017, 2016, there is an increase of hate crimes. Um, and, and this really does go back to the question of truth again, that hatred or bigotry in any of its forms, when it's manifest, needs to be exposed and the truth needs to be spoken. Not in anger, but truth spoken in love. Um, you, you don't um, eradicate evil by adding more evil. Don't ever diminish the impact that you can have on other people's lives. Even if it's just one person, it don't don't try to impact a million people. You can't. I can't conceive of what I don't know what a million people looks like. I know what one looks like. <laughs> I know what one child looks like. And if I can. There's no, the old songs say, if I can help somebody along the way, uh, then my living will not be in vain. I can't help everybody, but if I can help somebody along the way, then my living will not be in vain. I'm Bishop Michael, and these are 10 Things That Scare Me. Things team includes Amy Pearl, Daniel Guimet, Sarah Sandback, Emily Botin, Paula Schumann, Joanna Solitaroff, and Melissa Chusid. Music and sound design by Isaac Jones. You know what scares me? That no one will tell me that I actually smell bad. What are you scared of? Tell us at 10thingspodcast.org.